Hello, Queenie Buddies. Welcome to the podcast. This is Jinlin, and today I want to ask you a question. Is your bedroom really clean? Okay, so one of my highest rated podcasts is episodes. I always call it a podcast. I mean, episode, whatever, is the speed cleaning your bedroom. So let's talk about that for a minute. Um, if that is the only thing you ever do for cleaning your room, your room's probably not clean because speed cleaning is meant to be, um, you know, just get it done, just get cover the, cover the basics, and um, it's definitely better than doing nothing. But um, and this is not meant to, you know, most kids. That's all you need, you know. But as you get older, and if you're going to be in a space for a long time, where you're not changing things out, you're not moving stuff around. Um, there's a little bit more you have to do to really have a clean space. So that's what this is going to be about today. I'm just going to talk about some different things. And one of my reasons behind this is that I think there's a lot of cases where people just, you know, like, I don't know what it is, but it's kind of like moms today, dads today, so busy. Um, a lot of the things that we were taught as kids that are just like common sense things to most, you know, to people this age, um, there might be some younger people that just didn't like nobody ever taught them about that. And also like, um, I know a lot of people that are into stuff like this, like productivity stuff, figuring things out for themselves. One of the reasons for some of those people is because they didn't grow up in an environment where people helped them out. Like they've had to figure stuff out on their own. Um, so there may be a lot of stuff that they don't realize. Um, okay. So let's talk. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that would be considered deep cleaning for a room that maybe you don't do all the time. Um, and like how much, how often you need to do certain things really depends on so many things. For instance, things that have to deal with, okay, hang on just a second guys, because I just heard a crazy noise, I'm sorry. Uh, we're going to talk about dust first though. Um, okay, so stuff related to dust, I'm just making sure I don't have anybody at my door. Um, so if you have um, carpet, if you have curtains, um, those things will tend to have, or at least hold more dust. Um, some kind of, you know, they can sort of like cause more. I know that we have a lot more dust in the rooms in our house that have carpet than the rooms that don't. Um, and we don't have, I don't have any curtains or anything, but um, a long time ago I had this, um, this group was like trying to do nice things for people. And the area, this is like a different place I used to work, but I had this, I had these really humongous, awesome windows and, um, they had like UV tint on the windows. So it wasn't like the sun was blaring in there or anything. And these people wanted to do something nice. They were trying to find people to help out and do stuff for it. And they wanted to make curtains for these windows. And I was like, no, no curtains in here because, um, there wasn't a good way for me to clean them. And I also have asthma. It's really bad for people like me. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't have stuff like that, but it's definitely something that 
needs to come down every once in a while, needs to be washed if it can be. If it can't be, you know, you may have to like lay it on the floor, get the vacuum out, really get the dust off of it. Um, blinds have to get dusted. That's something that we don't really go over in the speed clean. Um, your window sills, they collect a lot of dust. So, and these things are important because if you're in a room full of dust, you are not going to be breathing, you know, you're going to be breathing that in, in other words. And it's, even if you don't have allergies or asthma, it's not good for you to breathe that stuff in. Um, the top of your headboard is a place where people don't think about. If you have a fan or light fixture in there, that needs to get dusted um, probably once a month. Um, another thing that the speed cleans don't cover is under your bed. So um, the best thing I can tell you for, un this is, I mean, this is just personal opinion, but I really feel like the best thing you can do for under your bed is use it for storage and keep stuff under there that keeps other stuff out. So basically you kind of like building a layer of, you know, things can't get all the way to the middle of your bed. Like if they're right at the edge, you're probably going to pick them up. But if they get all the way underneath your bed in the middle, like how many times a year are you really going to crawl under there and grab something from the middle underneath your bed? Probably not very often. Um, some other things that will just help like preventative type stuff. Um, so I never used these before, but, um, we got a purple bed a few years ago and you could return the purple bed after a hundred nights or something like that. If you decided that you didn't like it, but they only allowed you to return it if you had used a mattress protector because you didn't really have to use a mattress protector, but if it was messed up because you didn't use one, then they wouldn't take it back. And it's not like they took it back. I think they donated it to places or something like that is what they did with the ones that were returned. But, um, so that was my first time to actually keep a mattress pad. Like my bed has never been without it since we got it. And every time I take it off to clean it, my mattress is like perfect, except for some reason, the edge of the bed where we, it's not even really where we, I mean, I guess it's where you would sit if you were like sitting on the bed to put your shoes on. The both sides of the bed where we get out of bed is like has some dirt there. Even with the mattress pad on it, I do not understand that at all. It's the, one of the strangest things that I've ever noticed about that bed. But the rest of the mattress is perfectly clean. Like I could sell this thing and honestly say nothing has ever touched, um, you know, the surface of the mattress because that's the truth. It's always been covered and it's still super, super white, except for the two weird spots on the edges. But a mattress protector on your mattress is just, because here's the thing, you can spot clean a mattress. Yeah, whatever. You cannot put a mattress in a washing machine. So if you get something really gross on there, it's, you know, if you sweat a lot and you just have a sheet and you just sweat, your mattress is going to stink. Even if you have clean sheets on it, your mattress is going to stink. So a mattress protector is really good because it does not let, if you get the right kind, I'm not just talking about a bed topper or feather pillow, whatever, like you need something that is going to be water resistant on top of the mattress. And, um, some of them can make, like, I actually have two. One of the ones I have actually has a little bit of, um, like filler or something in it. And it's, I hate the mattress 
protector itself because it's so gross. Like the the outside part's gross, which is always covered, but um, it's so comfortable. But I think that one's the one that kind of makes noise. And they'd really you would think that they would make like a plasticky noise, but they really don't. Um, so highly recommend mattress protector on your bed. Um, you do have to clean under your bed. Dust is definitely, you know, a place where you want to make sure that you're, um, you're looking out for different spots. The headboard top, if you have a dresser with a mirror on top, top of the mirror is another place dust will gather. Um, your baseboard, you have to clean if you have like, and a baseboard is the, you know, where the wall at the bottom of the wall, a lot of times you have a baseboard because otherwise it's just like, it's either going straight to your subfloor, your carpet, kind of like if you have carpet or wood floor. It's like a border that hides the ugly edge of that, all that stuff. So I think most houses have them. Um, it may just be like a, there's a kind that's called quarter round, which just looks like half a, or a quarter of a circle on the edge. Um, but just taking hot soapy water and wiping those down, or you can use a spray, um, like a spray cleaner. You just have to be careful. If you have carpet, you have to be careful what you spray around your carpet because it can stain or discolor your carpet. Um, now let's talk about your floors and your carpet and all that kind of stuff. So if you have hardwood floors, just depends on what it's made out of, how you clean it. Um, I do believe at least once a year, really like, Get, you know move your furniture around and really clean your floors well if you have carpet though this is what I'll say about carpet and I never realized um, so if your carpet is um, if you're using carpet cleaners on it I never thought about this but somebody told me like once you get your carpet pad wet underneath the carpet is usually a some kind of pad um, it can actually like hold on to the moisture and you can have, it can be really bad. Like it can trap smells like, and when I, when somebody was telling me this and I really thought about it, I was like, Oh my gosh. Like, so you have the carpet and then it's kind of dirty and you wet it to start cleaning it. But like some of that wetness sits on the carpet, but some of it's going to go down below. And if you have the carpet pad under there, it's going to sit in that. So it, you know, I never realized before, like if I had never cleaned my carpets before with a, like a carpet cleaner, I probably wouldn't have ever done it. But now that I have, you know, I might as well keep doing it. Um, this is something to think about. Plus I know that I have wood subfloor. So now I'm constantly wondering, like, am I ruining my floors? Like, am I going to make the floors of my house rot because I'm doing that? Um, so it's all stuff to consider. Um, but, you know, I would say, so like the tasks you need to do and how often do you need to do them? If you will dust once a week, you will find that the dust is not going to build up as much. If you um, go like, and you could probably do two weeks. It, again, this very much depends on if you have carpet or not, because carpet kicks up a lot of dust. I don't know. Dust is all kinds of stuff. It's like dead skin cells and just all kinds of, it can be stuff that comes in from outside when you come in. It's fibers off your clothes, fibers off carpets. It's lots of stuff. Dust is made of lots of stuff. Um, and there are actually dust mites, which are, yeah, little bugs that like 
don't know if they live off of it. Is dust, like, from stuff they eat and poo? I don't know. I really don't know, but I know they are a thing because I'm allergic to them. Um, <laughs> that was kind of gross. But anyway, um, so dusting once a week, maybe every two weeks. Your sheets depends on a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, but... It just, like I say, it really does depend because if you take a shower every night before you go to bed, your sheets are going to be pretty much clean. But if you sweat at night, if you, you know, so it could be, I could say a week to two weeks. I mean, I would do it once a week. That's what I do. Um, if you are showering every night and you don't sweat at night and you um, don't, have anything else going on, um, <laughs> then you might be able to get away with two weeks. Kids probably can get away with two weeks um, if they're clean when they go to bed. I don't know. But then again, sometimes it's going to be, I mean, for me, sometimes it could be like two days after the last time I changed my sheets because my baby might get in there and have a leaky diaper or like this morning when she's trying to paint with her bottle on the sheet. She thinks it's cool when her bottle drips on the sheets and then she um, she tries to make like pictures or something with it I don't know but anyway um, cleaning your floors like I mean really there are certain deep cleaning things like I don't think you need to clean under your bed every week I don't think you need to dust above your you know like all these other areas I don't think that kind of stuff should be once a week um, but just like wiping surfaces down especially with everything going on in these days you know like a little squirt of Lysol on your light switches, your doorknobs. Um, another thing people don't think about is like wiping the surface of your doors, the um, trim around your doors, as well as, you know, when you do the baseboards, you could do that part of your door as well. And then another thing you want to look for is up at your ceiling, sometimes in corners, but sometimes just in weird random places. You know, you'll start to see little spider webs and stuff, and you want to get those down as well. Um, so, again, certain tasks I can't tell you because you might be sweeping or you might be vacuuming or you might be mopping depending on what your floors are. But, um, you know, the basic idea of the speed clean is good. Um, there's definitely a difference between clutter, which is probably a little bit more what the speed clean focuses on, and actually cleaning. Because clutter, like having books and stuff, that's not filth. You know, having... Um, now having like dirty dishes is, um, but it's also clutter at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Like the dish itself is clutter, whatever, if there's actually food residue on the dish, that's filth. Um, but that's usually going to stay on the plate. It's not going to be on whatever surface that you have it on. Um, but if you have like glasses of stuff, um, I know I used to be so bad as a kid. Um, I had a little TV and it, I had a VCR and the TV was on top of the VCR and I had like space because the TV was smaller than the VCR. Yeah, this, it was a very small TV. And um, I had like, I would always have glasses of stuff like all over the, that ledge between the two. And so like every so often my mom would be like, where's all my glasses? And I would be going up there carrying down like three glasses with varying amounts of Kool-Aid or something in them. And like, that is, 
if you've ever let something sit long enough to where it starts getting a little bit of mold in the middle of it and then you start seeing, you know, all kinds of yucky stuff. So that's not the kind of stuff you want sitting around. Don't want science, science experiments in your room and stuff like that. So, um, but that's just, you know, your basic cleaning stuff you want to do once a week. If you pick up behind yourself as you go, you don't have nearly as much to do. And if you'll create a routine, like, um, it's funny cause I was just talking about this this morning cause I said, you know, my husband sleeps in late. I hate it because it messes up my routine because usually after I, um, take a bath or shower, I'll go into my bedroom, get dressed. And then I make my bed, pick up any dishes or glasses that I have on my side table and you know, any baby bottles that might be in there. And that's like, I've kind of made it into a routine. So it kind of trips my routine up if he's, um, sleeping late or whatever. So just, um, those are just some little ideas on, um, what it really means to have a clean room. And I know for sure the speed clean does not cover dusting. It does cover wiping off surfaces. Um, and another thing you want to watch out for is like all the little ledges. Like if you have something in your room that has like the little, um, modular bins that, you know, you keep stuff in like drawers, like all the little ledges of that gather dust and all kinds of other things. So you want to make sure you check those areas. Um, and it's just kind of a good habit to get, you know, like look under your nightstand, look behind your nightstand because you'll find stuff that you've been looking for. You had no idea it fell back there. Um, so anyway, um, as far as cleaning, I'm trying, there's not really any, I mean, like, I don't know that the speed clean covers the floors besides like picking up trash and stuff like that, but you know, you're going to want to, <coughs> you want to vacuum, but here's the thing, your vacuum itself can cause a lot of dirt and dust. Um, if you're not watching the filter on it and cleaning stuff like that out, you want to make sure that you're, um, noticing stuff like that. You have to even clean your broom out. Like when you sweep with stuff, a lot of times it'll pick up hair and extra dust. What I usually do is I will kind of turn the broom slightly sideways and I'll step on it with tennis shoes on and then I'll pull the broom like on a hardwood floor and it'll pull all that stuff out. So I don't have to touch it with my hands, but sometimes you have to touch it with your hands. So um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I pretty, I think that's pretty much like for a normal bedroom, I would say that's pretty much the most important stuff. Um, so yeah, I think I covered everything that's not covered by the speed clean and just about taking care of your cleaning tools as well. Um, and it's perfectly fine too. I mean, you have to be careful because certain cleaners can, can turn different fabrics, but like if you buy some cheap, you know, like from Dollar Tree or something like that, you buy some cheap, um, rags or those little scouring pads that I talk about. Um, well really I'm talking about the rags though, because what I'm about to say, but you can use that in place of paper towels you know, especially if you're like dealing with the budget and try not to waste stuff, you can just use, uh, have rags that are cleaning rags. And instead of paper towels for your surfaces and stuff like that, you just spray it down with cleaner, use your rag. You can even rinse it out. Like if you're, you know, if it gets too much dust or something like that on it, you can rinse it out and then go back to what you're doing. 
just ring it out really good. Um, and all of those things are ways to um, just make things a little bit, you know, healthier, cleaner, and maybe one week you do certain tasks, the next week you do something more in depth. So it's not necessarily that you have to do all of them all the time. I mean, especially think about it. If you've been doing nothing, then just getting started is going to be a big deal. Like if you've gone a month and haven't really cleaned anything in your room besides just like making your bed or whatever. Okay. Look what you're starting from. So if you do, like if you just start, um, if you dust this week and don't do it again for three weeks, you're still doing better than you are right now. So you know, slowly add things in. If you are like, Oh my gosh, I haven't been doing that. Slowly add stuff in. And if you feel like I missed anything, you know, I would love to remake this episode and just add your comments to it. So please email me at cleaning buddies podcast at gmail.com. And I'm not being facetious with that. I'm serious. Like I feel like I'm missing something, but then at the same time, like bedrooms are really not like they're when you're a kid, it's a big deal. But as you get older, there's really not a lot of cleaning to be done in a room. It just depends on, you know, if you're throwing stuff under your bed or not even paying attention to what might be under your bed, then maybe it's a little bit more in depth, but otherwise, um, they're not too hard to maintain. I don't think if you had a lot of toys though, like kids having a lot of toys. Yeah. it makes a big difference. Um, and if you're an adult and you just throw all your clothes on a chair in your room or something, yeah, it's a little bit more in depth, but anyway, all right guys, remember you're only responsible for making the effort. So choose good things.